Welcome to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And tonight, our topic is unicorns. It's not even a little spooky. Not even a little. I know you were coming for the spooks, but tonight we don't have any spooks for you. I mean, we tried. Not really. <laughs> not even a little. This is not spooky. This is the one cryptid on the planet that literally is not spooky at all. In fact, like historically speaking, it's nothing but like happy fun times. Literally, just rainbows and unicorn poop. Like that's yep. literally it. You know how everybody's <laughs> just like, you're a unicorn. You're special, fantastic, and wonderful. That's where this comes from. Because unicorns historically do not have anything negative attached to it. We looked. We nothing. tried. <laughs> we There's did. nothing there. The, we have okay. nothing for the, you. The closest thing I could find to a evil unicorn was the black unicorn, which we'll get into later. But even that is not so evil. So It's kind of like a chaotic neutral. If you were to roll a D&D &D yeah. character, you would have the black unicorn as a chaotic neutral. Or an anti-hero. It's like the Deadpool of unicorns <laughs> and That's what it funny is. enough uh unicorns actually black unicorns are in fact in D. &D. just they are. fyi so they are that's why i brought it up because they're there uh -huh. they're 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 awesome and their wonderfulness okay so unicorns they are not universally attached to one culture they didn't have an origin story you know, like most cryptids have. They don't have their own little, you know, group of peoples that they came from. They just kind of wandered into cryptid society and was just like, hey, I'm here. Here I am. Like, hey, guys. In my majesticness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to spread all the positivity and love to all of you out there. Give you all of the wonderfulness. That is me, the unicorn. And, and then the humans did what they always do and go... Hey, it's spreading love. Kill it. So. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I like the positivity that is coming from this creature right now. And uh, I don't have enough positivity in my life. So I'm going to cut it to bits and eat it and see if it'll, you know, transform me into a positive being. And guess what? It didn't work. It didn't. It didn't. They tried. They tried we and it didn't come. work. Oh, we have come. It's all ready. <laughs> hey, we actually have a cryptid that I'm not going to be scared of losing my life to. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I haven't played D&D &D in so long. I want to play so bad. <laughs> I had so oh, much fun when my friend introduced me to it. I was like, oh, I love this. I need to do more. And then me and that person stopped talking because of drama. Sooth, I'll tell you about it another time. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll tell you both about it another time. But I, I, want, I miss D&D &D so bad. Oh, yeah. D&D &D is fantastic. I love playing D&D. &D. I normally play a puka. And Puka, because they're they're awesome and they're shapeshifters, and they're also chaotic and can be bad or good. So they're, I play them as chaotic neutral, and um, she's like four foot nothing most of the time. <laughs> and she steals everything, everything from everybody. Nice. There, there are no limits. She takes everything. We, there was at one point we were in a, um, 
underground like goblin cave and my party was trying to figure out how we were going to get through the cave without you know getting all the traps and stuff and not the whole party getting killed and in the meantime my character's just like joining the goblins for like food and and they're like what are you doing stop stop doing that no 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 it's fine (laughs) they love me i look just like them just tiny i ended up getting half the party killed but it was great it was worth it (laughs) <laughs> I ended up I ended up getting all the treasure stole from everybody, made it out alive, and ended up having to wait 2 days in the the game, like 2 days in game for the rest of the party that actually survived to make it out of the caves. So that was uh Dang. that was a fun experience. Yeah, it was fun. See, That's why I love playing my character Michael. My character is a currently chaotic neutral. Um half dragon half drow and she's a sorceress um who has a sanity meter my dm wrote in a sanity meter for me and when it hits 10 we don't know what's going to happen but nothing good can come of it (laughs) so because so the last the thing that um caused the sanity meter to appear was um, me ripping the soul out of a uh, a bad guy that we were questioning and semi-torturing to get information out of. So, yeah. Why did you do that? Why well, were you... Why did you rip the soul? You were just questioning him. You didn't have to go that well, far. See, here's the thing. Um, I may be chaotic neutral, but my daddy's chaotic evil. <laughs> my daddy's like... <laughs> The steed of death. <laughs> like so what, so, what you're saying is, my, is your character, <laughs> your character has daddy issues, and that's why she ripped the soul out. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> oh, hey, on the plus side, okay. F- for the record, that particular soul ripping failed, and that's what caused the sanity meter. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, the second time I did it. I got a successful role and I was successful in removing the soul. And um, yeah, I actually got a point of sanity given back to me. So, you know, there's that. What did you do with the soul afterwards though? Once you ripped the soul out, what did you do with it? Oh, it's mine. Like full on Shang Tsung, like your soul is mine. (laughs) Like that was me. I consumed it. You cons- <laughs> Daddy issues equals soul consumption. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's See, it. This is what happens. I, when I you harbor die. a lot of anger and grief towards my daddy. And <laughs> so, in game, in game record. This now that we're like, completely but. Oh, yeah. And my entire party is either terrified of me or they just straight up hate me. Like, legit hate me. Like, one of them barely talks to me. Um, The other stole something of mine um, and won't give it back to me. And then everyone else just brings extra pants. They bring their brown pants just in case, because um, I went to sleep once 
and that ended up in the entire party being feared in the middle of the night in a dark forest um, where the bard crapped his pants and um, everyone else was cowering in fear. <laughs> so, My God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our D&D sessions get kind of intense. But we have a really yeah. awesome DM that's like Matt Mercer level, like critical role Matt Mercer DM. Like that's that's his. Yeah. So it's really cool playing. I so. don't know if I want to play D&D with you. Oh, come on. You know you want I feel... Look here. Look. Look. You know what I am to you in real life? Mm-hmm. You, that would be you to me in D&D. <laughs> I can't See? play D&D with you because I would die. Either that or I would have to be like... I would have to make friends with you. Just so that you wouldn't kill me and give me nightmares for the rest of my life. Because that's okay. what you could do. That's what your character would do. Your character would literally kill my character just to keep her in a nightmare for the rest of eternity. <laughs> so my character has a twin brother. And um, so for the record, um, the whole Horcrux thing from Harry Potter, that was mm-hmm. a concept that I had integrated into my character's storyline back when I was like 18. Um and so, yeah, basically she creates, well, her and her brother create amulets, which can be resurrected, which they can use to resurrect if they happen to get a permadeath. So the problem is when you resurrect from these amulets, um, you basically lose a lot of sanity and you get darker and darker and darker. So... um I'm hoping that that doesn't ever come to pass where like I end up perma dying, um, like our our bard last last session. <laughs> Not my fault. You're you're, you're like a Cthulhu. You're a Cthulhu listen, as D D. You're a Lovecraft. The bard that one after a a failed save. Like, failed saving throw, he rolled a nat one and, like, guaranteed his death. And it was only by the grace of the the DM god that he was allowed to live. And only because our brawler was cradling his head going, don't die, please don't die. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. So. Nope. <laughs> no, I won't be playing D and D with you. I refuse. And we are completely off topic. Thank totally you, Tina. <laughs> Thank you for derailing our ADHD brain. That's your fault. I completely blame you. And we have we have two more comments that we have to listen to now. <laughs> oh my god! What do we got? Oh my gosh, Tina on a D and D campaign. This would be hilarious. We'd have to film it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I played, uh, my character was human. Um, She was uh, the, I think she, she was the detective. She was the detective, um, a part in the team that was trying to investigate a building that 
was not being sold like there were rumors being made about it saying that it was haunted saying that people went in there and go I'm missing and I got sick of hearing it so I wanted to be my character wanted to discover what was going on my girl ended up getting hit by a damn floating butt bed floating bed and knocked <laughs> outside of the third floor window and died I was so yeah. upset I was so upset <laughs> I'm so down to do it, Sacred Light. I'm so down. (laughs) Look, no, 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 I refuse. I said I refuse. I'm not playing D&D with Kellic. It's not going to happen. I'll play (laughs) D&D. Nah, uh -uh. uh-uh, no. My alter ego is, like, very dark. But I am not. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're living out all of your your darkness in D and D. That's why. That's why that is. This is like a it's therapy called, session for you. I call it balance. I call it harmony. Yin yang. You know. Outlook. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not going to be a part of your dark therapy session. Madam, I refuse. No. <laughs> look, look, I w- look, though. But, 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 Sacred Light just like a gate has a good idea with doing a D&D campaign. Like, I would do it. Like, we'll suffer together. Kellic <laughs> 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 oh would kill us all, but it'll be fun. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <sighs> uh, wait, wait, Kellic, are you going to be the Dean, like the dungeon master? Oh, God, no. I'm no good at that. <laughs> I'll let somebody else okay. do that. All right. As as long as she's under control by somebody else, by the D&D master, then fine. From the dungeon master, as long as the dungeon master is controlling her, I'll play. But if she's the dungeon hey. master, I refuse. I, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'll take up that challenge. Let's do it. I'll be the DM. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I just said I'm not doing it. <laughs> Come Damn on! Now I feel like I'm my, being triple dog dared. Ridiculous. My my father is basically the steed of a god. Well, actually, in this D and D campaign that we're doing, my father is a god. So you know, it's not too far of a stretch for me to take up the mantle. I'll be I'll be a god for for a season. <laughs> Negative. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Will not. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm going to have to hide in somebody's bag of holding. Not yours. <laughs> Someone else's. Oh, come on. God only knows what's in your bag of holding. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't know what's in there. Actually, right now, I've pre- got 20 gold and I've got some coal i've got some linen and i've listen i'm only level three (laughs) i'm still still a baby character so now okay you're that terrifying at a level three Uh uh-huh hey no i just on our last session i nuked a boss for 25 damage i think 25 or 30 damage at level three it wasn't too shabby but yeah, my silence. Take that as shock. Take it as shock because that's what that <laughs> oh, is. Listen. I got meta magic. Meta magic. 
that's what would happen. I'd end up pissing you off. My character, because she pisses everybody off, would end up pissing you off, and I'd end up in in a jar. Like, you would carry me around in a jar. That's what would happen. I'm not doing it. I refuse. You gotta oh, come on. You gotta comment. What's on the dark side? Mm. I'll make cookies. You... You are the dark side, okay? <laughs> you can't make cookies. You are the dark side. We live. Come on. Join no. me. <laughs> no. We need to get back on topic. We're supposed oh to be God. talking about unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> this is not unicorns. <laughs> this is not rainbows and sunshine, okay? This is terrible. Oh, my God. All oh, right. thank you for the follow. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, what's one our, more what is and then we'll get back on topic. All right. We got to right. suffer together. <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Now I have to play D&D. Look, y'all are wrapping me up in all sorts of crap. Y'all are getting me into Cthulhu's D&D game. <laughs> okay. Hey. Now you got me going out into into caves for trying to find the inner <laughs> earth. I oh, and I on. told y'all I don't like caves. Now you want me to go into the caves and stuff and you're putting me on a leash that you keep toddlers on in the airport like I'm well, a 2-year-old. Yeah, otherwise you're going to open the box. You can't That's open the box. I got to open the box though. I got to poke it. I got to see what's in there. And that's why we call it. you Pandora the Explorer. <laughs> okay, back to topic here. Okay, this is not this is not our our tea time. Okay, we're right, Susan okay. Kelly. All right, this is get serious here. We're talking about unicorns, rainbows, sunshine, <laughs> skittles. You know, <laughs> unicorns were the epitome of all that is good in this world. And as I said before, they didn't <laughs> come from one culture. Okay, they just kind of blipped into existence in the cryptid world nobody knows who was the original creator of the unicorns where they originated from some say it was scotland because they are literally the symbol of scotland i don't know if you right. guys have looked and seen the flag of scotland it's a unicorn and do you know what the motto is of scotland what's that I'm going to have to break a rule here, but I'm, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to put this in geek speak and lead speak. It's frack around and find out. <laughs> that's literally the motto for, for Scotland. I'm sure that's not literally the motto of Scotland. It's like a paraphrase of the motto of Scotland, but it's basically frack around and find out. And it's a unicorn. It's a unicorn, basically. which is weird to me. Essentially, the way it works is um, when Europe was making their union with Scotland, um, they basically said that Scotland was like the unicorn where it would rather die than uh, be captured. And so because of that, um, they were like, okay, you're basically a unicorn. You'll either die rather than be captured. So, you know, it's... It's just they're not I don't know if anybody has heard like I'm sure everybody has, but I'm not everybody knows like the history of the Scots or or met a Scot. They are fierce. They are fierce. Oh my gosh, yeah. They used to run into battle naked. Paint. Blue paint. 
naked, showing their bum, flashing their nether regions. Running at you with swords. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That does not in any form speak innocent unicorn to me. No, not at all. Not really. No, it doesn't. It, It speaks deranged banshee. Now, Banshee makes sense. <laughs> you know, Dragon makes sense. Unicorn, not so much. Not so, not for me, anyway. Because the way they explain the, the typical, traditional mythos of a unicorn is that they're white, silver, their blood is silver, they purify water, they purify poisons. They're basically like, let's hug it out, y'all. You know, that's, that's the unicorn live and let live. We can all do this together. Kumbaya and all that. And, you know, and they were also known to basically be like wanderers. They never like established a place. Like you can find uh, lemurs in Madagascar. You can find rhinos in Africa, but like the unicorn just goes, I'm going to go wherever the heck I want because I own this and they just like wander. So Mm -hmm. it's like they're found all over the place, South America, um, Europe, Africa, Asia, they all have their own interpretations. Now uh, the first time that they were really showed up was on cave paintings estimated around 3300 BC. So Mm -hmm. But at the, at the same time, I can see where the historians are coming from when they say that it could just be a misinterpretation, because it's from a side view, and it looks more like a bull. And you only see one horn, which makes you think unicorn, but from a side view, two horns next to each other, you'd only be able to see the one horn closest to you from the side. So I can see where they interpreted that, and that's a very real possibility. But there was also the actual creature. I'm going to butcher this name. Okay. This is a scientific name, so bear with me. Elis Motherium Sibiricum? Sure, we'll go with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. that and that thing like a, was cool. a furry. It's like a furry unicorn. Right. They lived yeah. 29,000 years ago. And it almost looks like, I don't know, like it's got elephant feet. It's got a giant horn right on the front. And it looks almost like a woolly mammoth kind of, but not with the woolly mammoth head. It's, it's got like a cow head kind of. It's very interesting. We'll post the links yeah. and pictures of that stuff in our Discord. So if you're not already on the Discord, we've got the link up top. But, yeah, it's, it's really crazy looking. But it was 15 feet long, uh, 6 feet tall, and stood around 8,000 pounds. So, and they initially thought that this creature went extinct 350,000 years ago. But then they found some remains in Siberia that are only like 29,000 years. So, it is possible that one of these creatures was the origin of the unicorn. So, was wait, wasn't that the one that was in Brazil? No. Okay, so the Brazilian one was. Duh, 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 duh. Let me try to find it again here. I know I had it. 
There, wait, no, there we go. Uh, it was the Camajueto, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and it actually was, well, it was represented as a bull with a single horn shooting out the, the, the forehead. So it's more muscular, more bovine-like. But as far as the South American legend goes, they eventually... Um, escaped land and became sea creatures, which interestingly enough, there is another sea creature that also has a giant horn out of its forehead, which technically is a tooth, not a horn. But that is the narwhal. And those um, are live in Arctic regions, and they use that giant tooth to poke through the holes, or poke holes in the ice so that they can breathe. So, Unless you're weird like I am and you call them a narwhal. <laughs> hey, However you want to call it, it's, it's a narwhal thing. It's a narwhal. It's a narwhal. narwhal. And they fence, by the way. I didn't know if anybody else knew this. I didn't know this, but they will use that giant tooth that looks like a unicorn horn and fence huh. each other. Yeah. Yeah, they fence now, with it. They they said, or the in terms of like South America, the uh, cam, Camajueto, was said it was said that if you were to plant a piece of the horn it would lead to the growth of a new creature which is really weird and crazy like as if it's a plant or something i want to grow my own creature can wait could it be any horn like a rhinoceros horn or something or no the whole oh yeah oh yeah that's the brazilian one right Right. Right. So that guy looks like a giant bull. Exactly. That one is has bovine written all over it. Totally does, except for the one horn thing. One right. giant curved horn that comes out of its forehead. And it's interesting to me how in each region they'll they'll differ in a unicorn, but a lot of them have like are like bulls. They're bulls right. or cows. And then outside you've got, of Europe, you go over, right. Outside of Europe, it was all like bull related or bovine related unicorns. Whereas in right. Europe, it took a totally different view. It was a horse. It was or a horse. Or a goat. Or a goat. Yeah. The creativity level, guys. Right. So Europe decided. Non-existent. You know what? Let's take a horse <laughs> and we'll give it a goat beard and we'll give it a. We'll give it a pigtail and we'll give it elephant hooves and like, what were they thinking? So they weren't the first time it, right. The first time it was ever <laughs> reported was by Tessius in the fifth century BC. And, uh, he basically claimed that these unicorns, uh, were, had elephant hooves, a pigtail, a hairy body, um, with the head of a deer and, the single horn. Now, I don't know what kind of screwed up, messed up thing he was seeing, but that sounds like a, a nightmare to me. Like, that's nightmare fuel. But somehow it, through time, became this beautiful, majestic creature. And even back then, they still claimed it was like this beautiful majestic creature except for marco polo who was like that is not beautiful that thing wallows in the mud and it is terrifying mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. <laughs> but that was marco polo 
<laughs> like Marco Polo. <laughs> okay. That this man guy. saw some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't have PTSD. Okay. Right. Like, okay. I mean, let's that be real saw here. This fish f- fall from the sky. He saw it rain blood. That that dude seen some stuff. Yeah, he. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I don't like that's a that's a whole nother podcast. That is a whole oh, Marco yeah, Polo time. is a podcast of his own. This, we we gotta we can't we can't because yeah. I, we'll be on here for another couple of hours and we can't do that. We nobody got time for that. Nobody's got time for that. I don't have time right. for that. So we're gonna keep moving on past Marco Polo and his PTSD <laughs> from all of the things that he found. <laughs> now, woo, tragic. Now, funny enough, um, the unicorn, it was brought up by Tessius, the same person who, if you've listened to our previous podcast, talked about the blimeys or blimeys or monopods, like all of those, like the people blimey. with their heads. Yeah. People with the heads on their chest or headless faces on their chest and uh, the other people with the giant foot that they use as an umbrella. He mixed the unicorns in with them, basically saying it's from that region. All that craziness is from that region, which was northern India. So, wait, so he thinks that, like, this is a magical mountain region. Right? In India. Look, they all came from the same area. I'm telling you, we got, we got unicorns. We got monopods we got the blimiers we've got the sinocephali okay and they were all living together not only that they had the man the man they he reported that the manticore was there too and the griffin and basically any cool awesome creature from like mythical times came from like northern india apparently so what you're telling me is, is that we need to go to the mountainous regions in uh, northern India. Either that or there is somewhere in northern India that is like uh, High Brazil where your uh, Merlin is hanging out. It, it's a place like Merlin. that. Merlin! Merlin! <laughs> your buddy Merlin. Yeah. Merlin! It, it's got to be a mythical place like that because where else – like. I don't know about you, but I don't hear anything on the news about Northern India having all of these creatures. Like, I, I just don't. Now, maybe in the last thousand years or two thousand, well, wow, two thousand years, they've just either gone extinct or been hunted to extinction. I don't know. But, like, you've got all of Europe pining after these unicorn horns because, oh, it's going to protect me from being poisoned, you know, if somebody's sneaking poison in my drink or uh, it's going to give me everlasting life, you know, from its blood or, you know, the hair is going, like, they're literally body parts of unicorns were just said to, like, do cool things. Like, you know, if you wear shoes made out of unicorn leather or a belt made out of unicorn leather, you can stop Black Plague. I mean, it just makes sense, right? I don't know what they yeah. were thinking. No, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking either. I have no idea. Now, but they were the, obviously thinking that they could live forever if they wanted to. Right. And in the Dark Ages, because the, the seafarers hadn't really um, gone to the Arctic 
you know, coastlines and stuff, they haven't, they didn't really go up that far. Uh, they didn't know about narwhals, but the occasional person that did would hunt the narwhals, poor things, and chop off their giant tooth to bring back to Europe and then sell to royalty. And there is actually a throne made from narwhal horns, which were reported to be unicorn horns. Obviously they weren't, but it was one of the, it was the coronation chair of the Danish Kings. And it was used from 1671 to 1840. So, and like, it is literally a ton of unicorn horns. Well, narwhal horns. So, yeah. Like a throne, these a whole throne, an entire coronation throne dedicated to these horns. Let's see. There's, I'll, I'll post insane. the pictures, but yeah, there's like the poor, four, the poor eight, narwhals. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 16, 18, 20, 28 narwhal horn or narwhal horns. Yep. It was a dark time, the dark ages. It was so, a dark time for the narwhals. Right? It sucked That's to be insane. a narwhal back then. Yeah, no kidding. I don't want to... No. Yeah. <clears throat> they had scepters made out of them. They had all kinds of stuff. The and they poor would fetch things. Like, I know. They were hunted really bad. So, um, And, and they yeah. look like... I don't know if anybody in here knows what a narwhal looks like. Of course everybody knows what a narwhal looks like. They're in, they're so cute. They, they're they look like a manatee with a unicorn horn. They're floating sea cows with a giant Basically. unicorn horn. They're majestical beasties, okay? Mm-hmm. Just floating sea cows, minding their own business, living their life, and they're mistaken as unicorns during the medieval times and used as a throne. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now there's some, there's some there's seriously something wrong with that's isn't that during the black plague too? Sure is. See, I feel like hear me out, and this is just you know me being dumb, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know. Could be a conspiracy theory, but I feel like the black plague could have been possibly maybe retribution. Just, yeah. I mean, think about it. The, the narwhals caused it. The narwhals. <laughs> it's a joke, like, y'all. I'm not being serious. Totally a joke. It's They're totally like, you a want joke. Our the narwhals didn't do it. Drink it. Eat it. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. I'm sitting the plague of rats. <laughs> Talk about us being innocent now. <laughs> <laughs> Send in the army of plague rats. That's, I mean, that's what I would do. Now, okay, the other on the flip side of that coin of these unicorns, we can't talk about the nice, beautiful unicorns without the dark, majestic unicorns. Now, even with these, okay, before I go into the description of these, they were always revered. They were never looked down on as being evil or, you know, bad or, you know, they were just simply revered and just looked Beautiful. at in wonder. Yeah. 
because they were black. They weren't white like normal unicorns. They were meat eaters, but Mm -hmm. they didn't just like, you know, run around like Wendy boy killing stuff. They, they were like Wendy boy, AKA the Wendigo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We don't say that. Don't say it. Don't say it out loud. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He, not be named um but yeah <laughs> instead of hooves they were said to have clawed fingers now it sounds terrifying you would think they were creepy but mm-hmm. even like those who supposedly saw these creatures they didn't they looked at them like a predator like you would see like a wild cat like a leopard or a lion or something like that where they were an amazing hunter but Kind of in the whole, what is it? Equestrian? Equestrian? Equestrian, yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there we go. Ah, See, I'm learning. (laughs) You're learning. Look at you with the big words. She can be taught. (laughs) The SAT words. Yay. (laughs) Bring them out full force. They were known to be beautiful, spindly legs, very tall, and they were the cousin to the white unicorn so i don't know now again none of this stuff was ever in any mythology you won't find it in greek mythology uh you won't find it in like norse mythology or or anything like that it wasn't there they literally were just the natural order of they've just always been supposed they've just always been there allegedly supposedly but look, like I think this is this is a cool part of the the dark or the black unicorns. They supposedly, I loved this part, were bred from nightmares and white unicorns. And that's how no. you got the dark unicorn. I think that is freaking amaze balls. Like could right. you imagine my mom? My mom is this majestic white innocent unicorn my dad he's a nightmare okay so explain what a a nightmare nightmare. because i read that (laughs) and i didn't really dig into it but i read that and i was like okay that's really cool but i didn't i don't really know what a nightmare is okay okay all right it depends on which lore you're you're looking into so i'm gonna go from the lore that i know it's near and dear and close to my heart. It's uh, the Faelor. And the Faelor, a nightmare, is kind of like almost... Uh, where can I Where can I attach this to? What can I um, compare it to? Um, like a void creature, almost. Like a Lovecraftian like an eth- creature. Like an ethereal creature? Yes, but it's a literal nightmare. They call them nightmares, but they have like tentacles that come out of their their chest and stuff. And they're oh, that they're, is Lovecraftian. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. And they're part of the dark court, uh, the dark oh, fake court, or the unseelie court, or the unblessed court. However, you want to want to put it, and you want to say it. Um, and they're they're called. That's what they're called. They're called nightmares. Um, there's another name for them, but it's hard to say. I wouldn't be able to pronounce it correctly. Um, but they they have wings and can fly. Oh, interesting! And they screech 
and it's it's crazy sauce. They are they they are literal flying nightmares. And according to this lore, a nightmare mated bred with a unicorn, and that's how you got the dark unicorn or the black unicorn. But the so black you're saying, unicorn. I'm sorry. So you're saying they really do have a place in mythology. But it's kind of an in an indirect way. Now the yeah, white it's like adjacent to dark unicorns do. Interesting, right? Right. Oh, oh we have we, we have, have comments. comments. Nightmares or night flyers? Because night flyers are the ones that I know of with the tentacles. I would think the dark horses of the unicorns would come from more like the wild hunt. You would think they would come from the wild hunt. You would think. I'm I'm sure... Well, the wild hunt is also associated with the dark court. uh, The unseelie court, the unblessed. Which I don't understand that. Because the wild hunt is also associated with the horned god, Hearn. Who is the goddess consort. And he is basically the one who, um, and now correct me if I'm wrong, I could be remember this, remembering this incorrectly, but he is the great hunter. He's the one that ushers in, you know, the, the bounty, you know, hmm. aside from, I think he was spring and, you know, He's the one that you would offer your fresh kills to, a part of your fresh kill to, you know, so that you can get a a, a good bounty of oh, harvest. Yeah. So, um, but correct me if I'm wrong on that. I could be wrong. I could be remembering that correct incorrectly. But he is part of the wild hunt. There is a um, there's a whole ritual that goes along with starting off the wild hunt, and the I believe is a um, tied to a solstice. Um. Where a female who represents the goddess and a male who represents uh, the goddess consort, Hearn, um, they chase each other. Like, they chase each other through the woods. They're covered in, this was was an old pagan practice. Um, they're, they're covered in, in the blood of the recent sacrifices and the recent uh kills for the festival and then they're released into the the female is released into the woods she's basically given a head start and then the male who is representing the goddess consort chases after her and hunts her down and then brings her back to the camp and they do the you know they do the deed (laughs) which is supposed to bless you know, it 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 blesses the harvest. It blesses the fields. It bring it ushers in. Um, I believe it's like an equinox or a solstice. I can't remember which which one. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Again, we like that here. We invite that here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and it's it's supposed to usher in spring, I believe. So um, it's a whole it's a whole thing, and it's really awesome. Uh, and now, I completely got interestingly, topic, interestingly <laughs> enough, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, interestingly enough, the black unicorn was actually like the first written about in terms of unicorns. Really? Yeah. 
Britannica states that the earliest Greek description was of a horse-like creature whose horn was black in the middle. Uh, whether it, this counts as a black unicorn or not is debatable, but it certainly was thought to have powers of healing because the text claimed that anyone drinking from the creature's horn would be safe from poison and stomach trouble. So, yeah. From the, now, from the dark unicorn. Right. Odd. That's weird. Yeah. So I guess the dark unicorn actually kind of started the whole thing. So I wonder where, how the lore came about where, you know, the nightmare mating with the white unicorn makes the dark unicorn. Now I feel like we're at a bake your noodle moment here, right? And maybe it's, it's my the, turn. It's my turn to bake your noodle. <laughs> I feel like this the snake is, is a chicken or on this one, right? This is a chicken or an egg question. Was the was the chicken first or was the egg first? Now now we have we have one of those situations here. Yeah, which one was first? I don't know. Because the black unicorn was thought to be so, to be a hunter and a carnivore, um, and would attack anything it could eat. So, like, it was that sounds a like a nightmare. Predator. Yeah, right. But that sounds exactly like a nightmare from the unseelie court. So, yeah, from the dark, the dark court. Look here, if y'all we're at some point we're gonna go. We're going to have a podcast on the whole, on the difference between the Sealy and Unsealy, the Golden Court and the Dark Court of the Fae, oh, and that whole thing, because we bring them up a lot in in a lot of our podcasts. They they pop their heads in a lot. Um, sure. So we're going to have to we're going to have to do that because a lot of cryptids are actually tied to the Fae, and we have not covered the actual like generalized fae and the courts and the differences between each court. But I will tell you, do not listen if someone tells you that the golden court is harmless and not as bad as the dark Neither court. Neither of them are, both, harmless, they are, are harmless. They're both equally bad and terrifying to humans. <laughs> oh, yeah. One's just prettier than the other. That is where it ends. Like, exactly. that... Like, you can have a really gorgeous person still murder you. <laughs> Just because they're pretty doesn't mean they're good. Ted Bundy, so, anyone? Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He was... He he literally charmed his way out of the courthouse on his way to, to the court. To court. Mofo jumped out the window. As he was talking to the cops, just bloop, gone. I'm telling That's you, crazy. that guy wasn't human. He wasn't human. I'm telling you, he wasn't human. Was not human. <laughs> oh, he was either coming. he was either demonic or he was a fake creature. I'm just saying. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, but y'all know how I am about prettiness. And 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 we already discussed this with the siren from Courage to Cowley Dog. Like I, I'm gonna get close. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to shoot my shot. I just, hmm. <laughs> no, Tina. Unless it's not no. Tina. If it are we, if we're talking about animals, I don't I don't play that. But you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I think I think I had too many Reese's. My brain's all over the place. 
<laughs> Look, sugar coma or not, nay. His brain. Sugar coma or not, nay. No, don't do it. Don't. It doesn't matter if it's cute or if it's so ugly it's cute or if it's gorgeous. No, say just say no, Tina. Just, just say, say no. No. Just say no. Don't do it. Don't go there. Don't say nothing. Don't, just ignore it. Like it's not even there. Keep walking. Just keep walking. Especially if you've never dealt with a fae or spoken to a fae or practiced with the fae. Just don't say no. Just say no. Listen to I appreciate the offer, but bear. I humbly decline. I humbly decline the offer. No, thank you. Don't accept gifts. Don't give it gifts. Don't tell it your name. Don't do it. <laughs> and I'm just saying this. I am a Faye advocate, okay? I love the Faye. I love working with the Faye. It's very tricky. It's, it's, you have to protect it's yourself all at all wording. times. It's all about the wording. It's a puzzle 24 7. So you got to be careful. But for <laughs> those of us who are not educated, in the fey realms, don't do it. Just say no. Back away slowly. <laughs> we got some comments. <laughs> don't take the gifts. Have you guys seen that show on Hulu called Siren? The sirens themselves are not pretty, but their voice, their voice, right. their song, very beautiful. Um, that song would get me. If yes. I was a pirate in the ocean. I agree with you. I mm-hmm. have seen that show. I love that show. And I know the song that you're talking about because they did a great job on the siren song on that show. It is gorgeous. And yeah, I would have that. to agree with you. You do have to watch it because it's balls, but um, it's a little teenagey, but it's cute. It's I liked it a lot. I think they did really, really well on the sirens themselves and the story of the siren and how, you know, because you know how sometimes it's kind of hokey on how the siren gets there. Oh, she saw this boy and just fell in love with the boy and ended up there. That's not how this happened. It's like a whole military thing. It's really cool. Um, But the siren song, they did the siren song really, really well. And I really, really like it. I have to agree with our listener here. Thank you so much for that, by the way. Um, And for participating. We love participation. But yes, she is correct. That song would also lure me to my death. I don't care that I am educated and I know what a siren is. And that hearing that in the, the black waters in the middle of the night would be spooky on its own. I'd have to, I'd have to investigate. I'd have to be, that's pretty. What does that go with? What's the face attached to that? And then I'll end up <laughs> falling overboard and be like, oh, it's not pretty. Don't do it because <laughs> it's not, it's not pretty. It's not as pretty as it sounds. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> it's like a Venus flytrap, but in the water, it's an aquatic Venus flytrap. <laughs> this is a negative people. <laughs> Don't seek the treasure. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a trap. Oh, we got a comment. But but you're pretty and 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 I met I play with you I hang out with you and I mess with you and we're friends and you be trying to kill me by taking by trying to convince me to go on dangerous trips so how is it okay with you but it's not okay with other pretty things hmm? Hmm? <laughs> okay valid valid that's valid 
But also, no, <laughs> not fa- that's how you should learn your lesson. Consider me a lesson. I am a lesson. The universe is teaching you a lesson right now. Okay. This is, this is a way to get you to practice saying no, even when it's cute and adorable and fluff. Tell it no. Look at me in the face and say no, <laughs> Tina. Just say no. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> practice saying no. It's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable thank you for that but yo practice saying no it's okay or throw gummy bears at me and distract me we'll be okay we'll live with the gummy bears i'll i'll like lick the back of them and put them in my forehead and make a gummy bear crown it'll be great but yeah, oh, yeah. it'll totally distract me at that point <laughs> engage my adhd with something shiny and walk away <laughs> oh my goodness oh totally off topic again (laughs) i swear to god we get worse and worse with each episode we completely get sidetracked and go on these little (laughs) side quests and never come back from them (laughs) i have fun i do have fun i have fun too i think everybody else enjoys it as well i'm assuming and that's why we do this, because it's fun, and we get to learn stuff at the same time. And have a great time. Have a great exactly. time when we're doing it. Oh, we got, we got more. We got more comments. <laughs> I'm afeard. I've said no to you. You're still trying to convince me, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> out your logic here. It doesn't end. It, it really doesn't end. doesn't end. Like... She's been doing that to me since we were 16. <laughs> yeah. It, then, yeah. It never will get used to Kelly it. Has, Kelly has like 20 plus years of experience with me, okay? <laughs> How do you think she ended up doing this podcast? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I texted her and was like, hey, what are you doing? Guess what? Nothing? You're doing nothing? Guess what? <laughs> and you know what? I'm here, which means I didn't say no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's how this happened. Okay. That's exactly how this happened. You're not doing anything. Well, I'm kind of doing something. Yeah, that's not important. It's not. It's not as important about this, what I'm about to tell you. This is going to be way, way, way more fun. Just trust me. <laughs> and here we are today. <laughs> and here we are today doing this. And let me tell you. I mean, we learned some great things about unicorns and fairies and stuff in our podcast tonight, did we not? It was great. It was wonderful. That's that's fantastic. But um, also little tidbits of about each other and our journeys together and that we've been mm-hmm. friends for 20 plus years. And that is uh, letting y'all know exactly how old we are. We're aging. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have more exciting news for those of you oh. who didn't know. First, before, actually, wait, before, we also have another uh, comment from Ginger Moon. Oh, okay. Tina, next time Soothe asks you to go on these dangerous trips, you get in her face. (laughs) You put the knife hand to the left of her, and you stay firm with with a squaggly eye. Nope. From no mist. <laughs> then you back away real slow. Yeah. And then you stand your ground. Stand advice. That is, you'll end up on that flight next to her. Probably. 
<laughs> but think about it like this. How many people can say that they've been on these adventures, these trips, you know? I bet you guys have met a lot of great people, have learned a lot yes. of history, a lot of, you know, you've Absolutely. seen parts of the world that many don't even get the luxury to see. Some people never leave their home state, their hometown. So, also I mean, true. the adventure itself is pretty rewarding, I would say. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I like her. I like, oh, I hope I'm using the correct pronoun. I'm assuming pronoun, but um, I like you, Miss Moon. <laughs> they have the yeah, right we idea. Have had, we've had some uh, quite the, the life of adventures, I would say. That sure. we have. That we have. <laughs> I regret nothing. I have no regrets. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no nope. regrets. And if you become friends with me, you're going with me. I'm going to drag you along. You're going to have <laughs> some kind of a misadventure or adventure with me. Somebody some got point. a whole <laughs> What? Huh? What did What's you that? say? Excuse me? <laughs> What kind of slander? Uh, I said somebody's got to hold the leash. (laughs) (laughs) Can't let her go alone. (laughs) Like, I've got entirely too many volunteers who want to hold the leash. (laughs) They want to go, but they want to hold the leash at the same time. Like, well, we got to. We want you to come out alive. So, you see, we're helping. In a roundabout I'll, way. I will come out alive. Look, nothing mm-hmm. wants to keep me. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm letting you know right now. They think. They're like, look, this this chick, this she's cool. I'm going to keep that. I'm claiming it for myself. And then like 15 minutes in, they're regretting oh God, what have it. I they're done? regretting their yeah, life choices. <laughs> they have reg- they're regretting their life choices right now. <laughs> like they can't. I thought I could handle it, but I can't. I can't do it. Like, I'm surprised I'm married. I'm surprised I've been married for 10 years. Almost 10 years. Wait, wait. Almost eight years. Yeah. Together 10 years. I'm married almost eight years. But I'm just saying. I'm I'm surprised she stuck around. <laughs> I get into some shenanigans even at home. Like, we were quarantined. And my ass, whew, I found interesting things to do at home. I did. Like, uh, I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not going to do it because uh, I, w- I want to keep my podcast. <laughs> I want to keep my podcast. So I'm not going to talk about the interesting things that I got. The misadventures uh-huh. of Sooth. We're not going to go into that. Anyway, we have exciting news. <laughs> we to do. tell everyone. <laughs> we are officially on uh, Spotify. And we are also on iHeartRadio. And so you can find us there. We also have posted those, the links to those uh, pages on our Discord. So if you haven't joined our Discord, you should, because we have a lot of valuable information there. That's right. But right, yeah. it's that link's like, that's the one that's right above our head right there. That link right there, mm-hmm. touch it, poke it. Join the Discord. <laughs> Be a part of the fun. Go follow us on Spotify. Okay? Yes. Give us a five-star. Listen to our and stuff. And on iHeartRadio. Yeah, do that, too. Because it's because fun. As and it's awesome. We went live on both of them. So. 
That's thanks right. to all we did. Beautiful people who have helped us and have been along for this journey. So thank you. Yeah, it's been a fun and unexpected journey. I was not expecting this at all. I no? just thought it was going to be something fun that we were going to do on Wednesday nights. But um, here we are. Here we are. We are. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you to everybody that has attended and been a part of this live and has listened and um, who has participated. And I also want to give one more little tidbit. We now have a social media management team. And um, we only have one of them in here right now. I, I don't know where the other one is. I don't know what he, what they are off doing. Um, but Tina here, right down there, Miss Tina, is one of two of our social media management teams. So we're going to be having a lot of social media stuff and content coming out soon. And they're going to be managing that for us. And I am ever so grateful, ever so grateful, Absolutely. because I am lame <laughs> when oh. it comes to social media. I am too old for social media. I am not, I refuse to be like the parents and grandparents who are like, I'm going to get on Facebook and I'm going to post stuff. I, no, that sorry, would be, uh, that would be my, my profile picture kind of down. You can see up my nose. I'm wearing crooked glasses <laughs> or maybe like really up high and you can see like me holding some random animal as a hostage for my profile <laughs> <laughs> or my thumbs up right next to my face. <laughs> yeah. So they're there. We're blessed. We're blessed with a great team of young people. We are. We're going to make sure that we don't flop um, with our social media accounts and they will be running those for us. And I'm ever so grateful for the two of them. They are amazing people. And I am very happy that they are on our team now. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to put that out. Um, thanks for, for coming. Let's listen to these uh, last few uh, comments before we sign off for the night. Is this slander for me? <laughs> <laughs> you said that with so much hurt in your voice. What? What, what is this slander? <laughs> also, Ginger, yeah, you're right. It still won't work, though. <laughs> no. It will not. I've known Sooth for how many? Wait, Sooth, how many years has it been? Wait, wait, uh, how many? Has it been like three? Girl, th yeah, it's two, been about three years. Two, three, almost three how years. Many? It's been it's been a year. It's been a couple three. years, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, about three, about three years. For, for however long, <laughs> I could never say no to her. <laughs> no. she knows how to convince you. She knows how to. It really does. I have like a so, plus also, two modifier to my charisma. You don't mind me asking. I don't <laughs> want to get it wrong, hon. Oh, yeah. She did ask for pronouns. That's that's an important question. I do need to know those. I, I tend to use they a lot for for those, for people. But, yeah, that is important. What's our, what's our next comment? What do we got? You'll get wonderful information and um, a terrible dad joke every now and then provided by me. <laughs> I love yes. your terrible dad jokes. Okay. The I one do. that you told today was hilarious. All right. What do you, the, what do you call a fish with no eyes? What? 
Okay, that was good. <laughs> Thank you for Did coming you- here today. <laughs> We'll be here next week. <laughs> did you did you read the one that Tina posted in the in the Discord today? Uh, no, I haven't. It's a zombie joke. It's a zombie dad joke. Oh, I, I did read that one. Yes, that it's hilarious. If you want to read it, you got to join the Discord because I ain't going to tell you, and you better not either. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, what's the, what's the rest of our comments here? What do we got? And like Sue just said, yes. And as soon as me and my partner have the social medias up, we'll be letting everyone know in the Discord. Yay. Speaking of dad jokes, hold on, hold on. I got one. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I got fired from the keyboard factory the other day. Apparently, I wasn't putting in enough shifts. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Oh my god! Are we just old or just lame? Because these are funny. I love dad jokes. I do too. They're just they're great. They're great. They're good icebreakers too. They, I mean, they just are. Okay, what's our next one? Thank you for uh, asking about my pronouns. Um, I am a she/her. Thank you. Oh, good. I, oh, I got it right. Yes. Woo. <laughs> Yay. All right. Oh, and thank you for uh, not being offended for me assuming. Uh, I appreciate that. And thank you for letting us know. Uh, and for joining us tonight, too. That's yes. awesome. That's great. So thank you, Ginger Moon, for for participating and joining us tonight on our podcast. We are here every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock doing the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society, and we always have a new cryptid for everyone to learn about. Um, and we do sidetrack and go on side quests. And sometimes we come back from them, and sometimes we just don't. And every other Friday at 8 o'clock, we do the Paranormal Umbrella. Um, and that's history, mysteries, ghosties, exorcisms, demons, anything involving the spoops. We got it. And we're bringing it to you live in living color. Sometimes not wanted. Sometimes you just don't want to know. But we're going to give it to you anyways. Because that's what we do. Anyway, so we have uh, Instagram. We've got Discord. If you're not there, you're a hexagon. Not a square. (laughs) You know. Got to be different. Got to be rude. The Discord is basically the portal to all of our stuff. So if you head to the Discord, you can find our Instagram. Uh, You'll be able to find the TikTok and Twitter and all that stuff once that's up. And yeah, join the Discord and have fun with us because we are always posting new content and crazy stuff from uh, conspiracy theories to cryptids to history mysteries, all of the above. So, yeah. It's like a multiple choice D, all of the above, except you're not getting graded because nobody cares. We're just there to have fun. So yeah, we also have uh, our Spotify links there and we've got our iHeartRadio links there so you can be able to follow us there. If you don't catch us here on Stereo Live, you'll be able to hear us there, edited. And we've got this really cool like 1990s-esque Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, If you're a 90s kid, you will know that show, intro and outro music to our edited podcasts on Spotify and iHeartRadio. It's awesome. I love it. I fell in love with it. I love Thanks it. Thanks to our adorable. amazing editor. 
Yes, we actually have an audio editor, guys. It's uh, <laughs> it's weird. He's pretty awesome. It's weird. He is awesome. <laughs> he is fantastic. Like, I can't believe that he's working with us, considering all the people that he has worked with. I feel very honored that he's working with us. But, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, you got to hear, if anything, you just have to hear the intro music. Okay? Because <laughs> it is very much Are You Afraid of the Dark. Very much reminiscent of Are You Afraid of the Dark. Okay, what do we got here? Oh, Miss Tina, for our closing. What do you call a bee that lives in America? A USB. All right, I'm going to bed. That was it. That's, that's all you get from me. USB? Oh, my God. What is the name of your podcast on iHeartRadio and Spotify? Oh, Good question. The Paranatural okay. Cryptid Preservation Society. So, actually, if you just type in Paranatural Cryptid, we pop right up on both of them. Yeah, we're number four in the Paranormal and Paranatural podcasts on Spotify. Number four. Four. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that, did you? I didn't. I That's went, awesome. I w- <laughs> yeah, I went and looked. <laughs> When you when you uh, when you when you type in Paranatural, we are the fourth podcast that comes up for Paranatural and the fourth podcast that comes up for Paranormal or Paranatural for Cryptids. So, yeah, that's us. We're there. We've got uh, five up so far of our past eight. uh, Eight. eight Sorry. Eight up so far of our past podcasts from sinusophili to shadow people hobbits and we're not talking about lord of the rings we're talking about hobbits that have an arm that has one big hand on them and they just smack you around with giant freaking fungi underneath the you know in the inner earth that's a whole just listen to the podcast it's it's funny i go off the rails it's hilarious at one point i'm laughing so hard i can't breathe it's it's a whole thing it's a whole trip just Go, enjoy, love it, listen. If you don't love it, it's fine. We're not for everybody. Anyway, so thank you for joining us. Had a great time. At some point, I will learn how to use my new microphone and not blow your eardrums out. Um, And we will see you this Friday for the Paranormal Umbrella, where we are discussing the Warrens. Ed and Lorraine Warren. That's going to be a very interesting one. It is. And the following Friday, for for funsies, because we normally do it every other Friday, we're going to have another one, another Paranormal Umbrella, where we're going to have a special guest speaker. And we're going to be talking about uh, the Mandela Effect and CERN. So I am very excited about that. I am as well. I have been thinking quite a few little things here and there that I'm just like, wait, I wasn't like that before. So I'm going to have some questions. Sure. Me too. Oh, we've got a comment. Well, I know what I'm listening to tonight as I get things done. Thank you very much, ladies. I will go and listen to your podcasts. Um, I, I found you on Spotify, followed you. So you guys are great. Thanks. Thanks for this podcast and your platform. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. You're awesome. much. You are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support. I really, really appreciate it. Ed and Lorraine Warren. I read their book. Um, one of their books that they came out with in the 90s, I believe, 90s, early 2000s. That mm-hmm. book, my God, scared the crap out of me as a kid. Um, their work is so important. Like, yes, that demonology, I mean, someone's got to do it, right? But yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren, well-respected in their field. 
absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to be talking about that, how they, they pretty much led demonology and the study of, and that whole community. Like if it wasn't for they, I'm trailblazers is what they were. I mean, yeah. We're going to have to discuss it. Be there or be square or a hexagon or a <laughs> parallelogram, whichever one you choose to triangle. be. But th- triangle. I mean, that's who we're discussing. Hopefully you I will, you will be there with us. That's because you're difficult. You're Always. difficult. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even pronounce that. Can't even, you know what? It's time to go. Star it's time to go. Thank tetrahedron. You. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still ain't going to pronounce it. Still ain't pronouncing it. I'm not doing it. You can't make me. Anyway, thank you so much for, for coming out. It's time thank to you, go. Everybody. It's time to go. Thank you, everyone. And uh, we will see you Friday. Bye-bye now. Take care.